Hello, Boldly Confess family. I am back with another podcast, and I welcome you to the Boldly Confess show. I am your host, Don Shea Bates, and today we're going to jump right in. So today's topic is God, Can You Hear Me? And uh, for those of you who tuned in to yesterday's episode, it was titled, Get Out of the Way. So uh, since we have learned to get out of the way of what the Lord is doing in our life and to keep our hands out of this situation, you know, sometimes that can bring up the question, well, what should I do? You know, how do I know that he even heard me? You know, did he hear me? So today, that's what I want to talk about. Uh, First, I want to read to you Psalms chapter 65, verse two, and it reads, you who answer prayer to you all will come. So that right there is just reiterating that you have done the right thing. If you have taken that thing to the Lord, because it says you who answer prayer, which is God. So to you all will come. So all of us are to go to him. Okay. so if you have done that, know that you have done the right thing and you are in good standing. And yes, that he has heard you and he is putting that thing together and working that thing out for you. Okay. so I want to jump over to Lamentations um, chapter three, verse 22. um, And it reads, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. So because of his love and his mercies, we are still here. We are going through whatever the situation is that we are enduring and going through because of his, we haven't been consumed. He hasn't allowed us to be consumed by that thing, whether it be sickness. And they said, you weren't going to make it. You are still here. You have not been consumed because his compassions never fail. Okay. Uh, 23. Let's slide down to 23. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So his compassions are new every morning. Okay. His, his mercies are constant. They endure forever. So it's not something that you just get one day and, and you use it and it's done and it's gone. He is faithful. So every morning brings new forgiveness, new supply of his love and understanding for the day. Okay, great is his faithfulness. And I think that right there is just a praise point in itself. Like we give you all the glory, the honor and the praise because you are faithful who you are. You are compassionate and you are never failing. And we thank you for that, you know. Because that's just who he is. Even if he never decided to save us up out of that thing or to answer our prayers, just knowing that that is his, some of his character traits, that is just, you know, that is definitely something to praise him for. So um, I want to jump on down to uh, Lamentations 3 and 25. And this kind of jumps into um, the waiting area, okay? So it reads, um, Lamentations chapter 3, verse 25. The Lord is good to those who seek him, okay? So it didn't say seek, it said seeks. And to me, that shows that it is continuance, okay? A continual thing. So from this, we can learn that we can't be in a hurry. 
because not every time he's going to answer you on that first call. Okay, so uh, just know that when you are going to him and you have asked him for some things, yes, he is good to those who seeks him. Okay, so sometimes you're going to have to continue to keep praying on that thing. Okay, you're going to have to continue to keep seeking his face. Okay. So don't be in a hurry, and we can't expect to be delivered out of our troubles the first time that we knock. So that right there lets us know that we're going to have to what? We're going to have to have patience because he is worth waiting for, okay? He is faithful. He is worth waiting for. And when he does it, he blows your mind. He doesn't just do the, the bare minimal. He exceeds our expectations, okay? So just remember, as you seek him, remember that the permission for you to be able to say, I have hope, is going to require you to have patience because they go hand in hand. Okay, they are mother and daughter. Okay. so uh, let's just slide on down to Lamentations 3 and 26. It is good. To wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Okay? It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. So to wait. When we hear to wait, we know that means to stand by, to stay put. It's not calling your friends, begging and pleading for them to pull you out of this situation. Because they are not the Lord. They cannot do his great works. They cannot move how he would move in our life. He can use people to bless us. But to soulfully lean on those people in our lives that love us and want to help us and want to be a blessing to us. But to soulfully take the weight of that situation and just dump it on them and leave it as a requirement for them to save us up out of that thing. No, 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 no. The word says it is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. So we can't be begging and pleading our case and crying and murmuring and and speaking things uh, that are not um, as though they are, you know, because we have a fear of these things coming to pass. Because that's when we get into the to the situation of placing word curses. Oh, I'm not never going to get out of this. This never should have happened. And if and because it did this, that and the third. No. The word said to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Okay. So Lamentations 3 and 27. It is good for a man to bear the yoke while he is young. So when I think yoke, I think habits. To bear, I say the habits of the Lord. Okay. While, while. While we are young, to learn those great things, to go through these things while we are young and learn what it is that we need to learn so that we can get the lesson in them because he is training us for a, a, few, a fruitful future. So us going through these things and, and uh learning these new habits that are more Christ-like and going through these things at a young age will keep us from 
thousands of snares, you know what I mean? Thousands of situations that can keep us bound up in things that we don't even belong in. So when you're sitting there and you're asking yourself, God, can you hear me? I've been going through this. I've been fighting in this situation. I've been calling people and I'm ready to cut people off because they ain't trying to help me. And this, that, and the third, it's not up for them to save you. They are not your savior. Okay? It is not for them to save you. The Lord is going to save you out of that thing. So stop cutting off family members and people in your life because you're expecting them to play a role that they could never live up to because they are not the Lord. Okay? Get quiet. Quiet, that means you're going to have to get away from some things. You're going to have to leave some old friends behind. You know, you're going to have to step out of the club and, and get alone with the Lord. Okay? Don't don't lean on the alcohol. Don't lean on the drugs. Don't don't lean on, um, you know, that boyfriend. You know, you want him to get out here and go get it so that you can be straight. Come on now. We're not leaning on sugar daddies. <laughs> Look, let's be real here. We're not doing all the extracurriculars. We getting quiet and we are waiting for the salvation of the Lord. Okay. He has heard you. And he is coming. Okay, he is working that thing out. And he is coming. And he's going to come and get you up out of that situation. Yes, God can hear you. Okay, so until next time, BC family, stay great, blessed, and filled, and prosperous. Stay encouraged. Until next time, I love you all.